John, why does Chief say you're a faggot and you get fisted? It's probably because I'm getting fisted all the time. That would be my best guess. Is that Stella's? Yes, it is. John, you're not looking so good, fam. I'm a little nervous. Well, I'm not feeling so good. I got some uh, health problems. I haven't been feeling too good lately the past few, past couple weeks. It was the past few months, really, but uh, the last couple weeks, it's really been bad. Recently, I've had two full-blown panic attacks. The last one I had, I thought it was going to die. But right now, I, I got a bloated stomach. Um, it might be a bacterial infection or something. I went to the doctor today. Yeah, I went to see the doctor today. And, uh... Yeah, he was telling me, uh... Well, I was describing my symptoms to him. <laughs> Don't be a Debbie Downer, John. Seriously, though, weren't we in the middle of commentaries for old seasons of our... Yeah, yeah. And I, I did a... The last time I streamed, I did a commentary for episode 8. But that commentary was complete dog shit, and I want to record it again. So, I'll do that. It's because you keep nuking your fucking food, lol. <laughs> I haven't been too... I mean, I'll I'll eat out sometimes, and uh, sometimes I'll, I'll have home-cooked meals. Because I have... I live with people who can actually cook now. You know? I don't cook personally. I'm just... Maybe I'd be good at it, but I just have no fucking passion for it. But uh, I, my diet isn't nearly as bad as it used to be. How much do you drink? I don't really drink that much. I, uh, I mean, other than right now, I'll drink for the streams and I'll drink if there's like a party, you know, I'll go out and buy a six pack for myself. But I'm, I'm not an everyday drinker kind of guy. I don't, I don't drink hard liquor anymore. That fucking kills me. The heartburn. I can't do whiskey now, but I'll tell you about my last panic attack. It was, it was a weird fucking night. So, I, sh I should note that I had gotten a little high beforehand, so that definitely factored into, you know, a spike in my nervousness. You know, my flight response, you know, just goes through the fucking roof. You know, if, if something happens where, like, it makes me nervous. So I was out walking, and uh, at first it was like a little, I was a little paranoid. I was walking around uh, the mall. And, uh, it was just a real funny night. Like, uh, I felt like I was getting a lot of weird looks from people. Like, you know, maybe they recognize me because of the shit I do online. But it wasn't like, uh, oh, hey, I know who you are kind of thing. It was just like lots of weird looks from people. Like I, like I did something to wrong them, you know? So it was just, uh, I was feeling uncomfortable. And uh, I was feeling really anxious. Top, top part of my chest, top half of my chest here. Slight tingling, shortness of breath. Feel like I can't get enough oxygen. And uh, so I start walking home, right? So as, as I was nearing my place, I approach, you know, the turnoff for my street. And uh, there's a guy... This weird dude, bald in a tracksuit, he's kind of crouching down in a slav position. <laughs> you, know, you guys know that meme? And I think I had my headphones on. I couldn't really hear properly, but I could see that he was like shouting at me something. 
I figured he was asking me if I had a smoke on me. And I said no, because I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes. I mean, I used to, but I haven't since like a little after film school. So I said, no, sorry. I, sh- I shouted out back at him. And then he starts getting a, an attitude and he starts shouting at me saying, uh, I couldn't hear him properly again. I couldn't uh, hear exactly what he was saying, but I could make out parts of what he was saying. He was saying like, yeah, you better fucking run. <laughs> Some shit like that. It's like, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, you better run, you pussy. I don't. I can't remember if, if he resorted to name calling, but he was throwing threats at me like he was going to fuck me up. And so I, at that point, I didn't know what to expect. Like, um, I'm worried about like, looking back and making eye contact because I don't want to provoke him and I, I don't want to stop moving. I, j- I just keep walking forward, right? I don't know what this guy's going to do. And so, because I'm not looking, I'm getting anxious about like what's going on behind me and like, so my blood pressure starts spiking and my heart starts racing and I start breathing really heavily and that's just making it worse because you start hyperventilating and then your heart just pumps faster. And uh, I was, uh, it felt like my heart was beating faster than my body could take, you know. And it felt like something was going to fail in my body and I was going to drop dead right there. And it only gets worse from here. So I'm trying to control my breathing. I'm going in the nose, out the mouth, right? I'm slowly walking. I was out prop shopping. For RB and the Chief episode 11, I bought a Monopoly board because <laughs> I wanted the Monopoly money inside it for for an episode of, for filming, right? So I had a, a bag in my hand with a Monopoly board in it and a few other things. And I was, I was walking down the street, approaching my house. I'm like, I'm almost home. I'm almost home. Don't worry. Just, just get in the door. You'll be safe. Just, and then once you're in, just stand still and breathe or sit down whatever you'll be fine but it was getting worse and worse the closer I was getting to the house until it got to the point where I was right outside the house and I got a heart palpitation it was really like I I had this huge pounding in my chest like like someone had just punched me in the heart basically and I literally went "Ah!" (laughs) and I dropped my the bag that was in my hand my prop bag it fell on the on this on the cement and so i I was just standing in place just going (sighs) just hoping i don't fucking die right and all the time i could i could i was thinking like fuck it like i feel like i'm gonna die already like if that if that guy behind me that was threatening me decided to follow me and this and it escalated into a physical altercation where he started like shoving me or whatever or like threatening me with a knife or something my heart would skyrocket my heartbeat would skyrocket even more and i probably would die on the spot there you know and so i was i was so fucking terrified and uh i was praying i I wasn't going to get another pounding in my chest so uh, i stood i stood still outside my house i was staring at my feet trying to control my breathing and eventually my pulse came down i was like oh thank god and then, like, I slowly kind of waddled up to my front door, and I stood in the doorway, and I just stood there for about 10 minutes in the doorway, just in the foyer, just, like, 
just breathing, not saying anything, just staring at the floor, like wringing my hands and shit. And uh, eventually things settled down, but I was like, fuck that. Like, I can't let that happen again. Like, if, if that had gotten into a physical altercation, I think I would have died right there. He wasn't... He's freaking the fuck out on guys asking him for a smoke. He didn't just ask me for a smoke. After I said, no, I don't have a smoke, he started throwing threats at me like he was going to do something, like he was going to fuck me up. So ever since then, I've been feeling really anxious and getting, like, like I've had a, a couple nightmares and stuff. And uh, I've been having trouble sleeping and, you know, getting into a comfortable position in bed. It's like, I just... Uh, it's been tough. And I think, and I've got this stomach thing. Like I've, I've had, I've been having heartburn problems for, for a while, but in just recently, I feel like my stomach's like swollen, like right under my breastbone. I feel this sense of pressure and burning. And I'm fucking sick and tired of looking on the internet for like answers to symptoms. It's like I type in my symptoms and then the first result on Google is cancer. I'm like, fuck you, internet. And that was that was a paid, that was like a promoted uh, link too. Someone out there in the world is getting paid to make me think that I have fucking esophageal cancer or some shit like that. Fucking cunts. But uh, yeah, exactly. It was it was an adrenaline rush. This is this wasn't the first time this has happened too. Like, it happened to me for the first time about two weeks ago, and then it happened again recently. And uh, it's weird. Like, so it's it's definitely an, an adrenaline rush that's causing it. And then for about ten minutes, I'll feel this terrible anxiety in my chest but then it'll move to different parts of my body so then after after the the phase in my chest is done it moves to my hands and i feel this intense vibration in my hands my hands aren't physically shaking but i can feel the bones in my hands vibrating really fucking like like this like not not visibly shaking but i can it's like my bones are rattling like as if I'm holding a motorized power drill in my hand, you know what I mean? Or like a jackhammer, you know, that's active. And uh, that lasts for about five, ten minutes, and then it moves down again to my feet. And then after, in my, after it's in my feet, then it goes away. Yes, the buzzing. Okay, yeah, a buzzing, yeah. So, um... Sounds like some kind of heart. I don't know if it's a heart condition. I mean, I think it was like an adrenaline thing. And uh, and it wasn't just in my left arm or anything. It was in both my hands. And then it moves down to my feet. And then it and then it went away. And I was I've been fine since then. But now I have this fucking weird stomach thing, where I've for the past like week, two weeks, I've constantly felt bloated. Um, I can, like, I can't even finish, like, a single serving of a meal without feeling, like, really overstuffed to the point where, like, my, feels like my stomach is pushing on my heart and my, like, other insides to the point where it feels uncomfortable, right? 
John, your condition is called cocaine. You need to stop the cocaine. It's not cocaine. I haven't done cocaine. But, uh, yeah, so I've felt bloated. And it, like, if I bend over or, like, kneel down, sometimes I'll get a palpitation. Or I can really, I can feel my pulse. My, I don't have a fast heart rate, but I can feel my pulse all throughout my body like my veins are really constricted you know and it's a really uncomfortable feeling just masturbate and you'll feel good <laughs> I'm, thanks I know to never go to you guys for medical advice at least we've narrowed that down yeah the when I, I got a little high before then and I think that definitely that definitely increases the 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 symptoms of my flight response like if i'm fucking freaked out about something and uh so yeah i've been taking it easy but um i don't know what's going on with my gut right now it's constantly feels swollen and i feel like i can't i've i've been eating really small meals or just like losing my appetite altogether uh so i went to the doctor today um Told him my symptoms, told him what was up. He had me lie down, and he was pressing on me, asking if anything hurts. And I said, no, not really. Uh, but my, my stomach does feel swollen. It's I'm not in pain, but it just feels uncomfortable. And he basically, he said that he suspects it's some kind of, uh, some kind of stomach bacteria, some kind of bacteria in my gut or stomach that's doing this that's constantly generating gas that's that's inflating my stomach or my intestinal tract or whatever the fuck's going on so uh unfortunately it's got gotten in the way of me filming the rest of the new episode because in order to film a lot of the live action stuff i gotta bend down and kneel over in weird positions and stuff for all the camera angles right because a lot of them are low to the ground you know, low angles and high angles and stuff. And, you know, I can't just do all the shots just standing up in a comfortable upright position, right? Um, but the, the script for episode 11 is done. It's 62 pages. It's even longer than the last one. Uh, it's like another miniature movie, basically. And uh, I've completely done one scene already. That's that's actually what I have to show you guys. I have a, a sneak peek of the episode that I can show you guys. But I'm I'm taking a break from until I fucking get this thing resolved. In the, in a matter of days, I'm gonna find out. Hopefully, find out what the fuck's going on with my insides. But in the meantime, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this podcast, some more streaming. Um, I'm gonna finish what I can. You know, everything that the episode requires besides filming, like getting all the synth synthetic dialogue, all that recorded and cut and subtitled, and like the gameplay stuff, I'm going to get that done. And then hopefully when I'm done that, by the time that's all done, maybe the swelling in my stomach will have gone down. Maybe the doctor will have prescribed something for me by then. John, have you let uh, 
Oh yeah, that's another thing. Uh, yes, I have let streamers donated or let people, uh, viewers donate to me. I actually, I the last time I streamed, I streamed on Halloween, and somebody donated one thousand three hundred thirty-seven dollars <laughs> to me, and single-handedly got me out of debt. I mean, I've been I've been living pretty frugally. I've still, I've just been like scraping by trying to save a little bit of money every month. But this one guy and a bunch of other people too. I mean, everyone on Patreon, everyone's fucking helping me out and I'm so thankful for that. So thank you guys. I mean, if there's any Patreon subscribers here who are helping me out, it uh, really makes a huge fucking difference because, man, YouTube's certainly not going to pay me enough to fucking get by and uh, SoundCloud and fucking. I have a couple different revenue streams, but uh, none of them compare to Patreon. I mean, it's YouTube, like, I'll get, like, maybe a hundred bucks a month or something like that. But, uh, yeah, the, I've asked the guy who made that donation to come forward, and he still hasn't. I mean, I, I know his name, but I don't think he wants to be identified or whatever. I think his name's Dave or something. I mean, I'm just going to say his first name, because who cares? But, yeah, I, I, re I tried uh, I'll, I'll send him an email. But when I was on, I mean, I assumed that he was on the stream at the time when I was streaming. So I said, uh, send me an email or whatever, but he never did. So I assume he doesn't want to be, have any attention called towards him, which is fine. Yeah, I know everyone thought it was fake. I thought it was fucking fake, but uh, it wasn't. The money's in my account and it's gotten me literally out of debt. So I'm very grateful to that guy. And uh, also another guy on Patreon just fucking gave me like a $400 pledge or something ridiculous like that. Because at the time I was, vo I was vo voicing my concerns saying like, you know, fuck, I've been doing this for like almost two years now and I still can't get my fucking Patreon up to my, my first goal, you know. And, and then they did that in response and that was so nice of them, so. Oh, Dave, you mean the Zionist soy boy? <laughs> what if Dave is that guy who scammed you and he was just returning the money he owed? I don't think it was a scam. I mean, I've yet to see some kind of chargeback bullshit or whatever the fuck. I mean, the money's in my account now. Yeah, it's dope. Who voices Claire? Uh, Elizabeth Carr Ernst. But I, I haven't... And it's been her uh, all the time. Like, she does Claire now, and she has done, she has voiced Claire in the past. I mean, after I used to. Because <laughs> I used to voice all the female characters in my fucking show. Because I was just, I didn't want to reach out to, like, actors and stuff. But eventually I came to a point where it's like, you know, I'd still prefer to do the voices myself. Like, if it's, if it's male characters. But, you know. If it's a female character, I'm not fucking fooling anybody. I better get an actual girl to do the fucking voice, you know? So she's been helping me out, and she's been terrific. And uh, she's she's been very good at... Uh, like, there was one particular episode she helped me out on. It's, it's one of the 2001 Space Odyssey arc episodes, the one where Arbiter sees a hallucination of, hallucination of Claire when the ship's full of nerve gas. And I gave her, I gave her really particular notes on that scene, because, because uh, I was saying, like you have to understand, you're, it, it looks like you, 
but the character you're actually playing here is Eugene with with Claire's voice. And Eugene is normally a character that I would do. But this is actually Eugene disguising himself as Claire in order to emotionally appeal to Arbiter and try to get him to kill himself because that's Eugene's goal. And that's because Eugene is a manifestation of Arbiter's guilt for uh, inadvertently causing his suicide. So I was like, when I emailed her asking for her help, I was I was very specific with these notes saying, you know, this is what you got to do. This is the scene. This is what's going on under the surface. And she she did. She handled it really well. I was really impressed. And uh, I'll be reaching out to her in the future. I just uh, I don't right now. I don't need her to do any voice work. It's not that I'm avoiding it, but uh, I just I don't need her to come back to the story quite yet. Eventually, I will. John, is Kale still on board for returning his Adam? I think so. It was a long time ago that I emailed him saying, hey, look, I'm doing this new season. Eventually, I'm going to bring your character back, but it's going to be a while until we reach that point. But I asked if he was on board, and he said absolutely. So I think it's just a case of emailing him when the time comes. I mean, you know, I'm sure like I'll email him whenever I need him, and then a day will come where he's got nothing going on and he probably has a bunch of recording equipment at his disposal and he can just like bang out a few lines that I need and you know in a, an hour or two and send them over to me and I can cut it and throw it in it shouldn't be a problem I don't think John your constant burping is a sign of a bloated stomach yeah man I assume that's the problem well, my stomach's definitely bloated like, just after a single meal, like, I can see my fucking stomach protruding like I'm, like, four months pregnant or some shit. John, how does Chief feel about net neutrality? <laughs> I think Chief is too stupid to understand the nuance of the argument. But if he were to have it explained to him in layman's terms, then he would definitely be for net neutrality. Absolutely. You don't want to lose net neutrality. I saw a tweet today. It was basically, uh, it, ha it was a screenshot of like, because uh, if if they get if they get rid of there's there are parts of the world that have gotten rid of net neutrality, and the consequences of that is that they split up various uh, internet services into different packages, like it's cable television. You know what I mean? You know how if you if you're buying cable, you choose from a variety of different cable packages so it's like you can have these channels or you can have these channels or you can have these channels you know like groups of 10 channels or whatever you know so you might have hbo on one or another one you won't have hbo but you'll have something else like i don't know whatever the fuck right like if if, if net neutrality is preserved then there's no need for that bullshit you can just do whatever like any service on the internet you can take advantage of i mean it's up to those individual companies whether they want to charge you know money for their specific service like say skype or whatever or um uh just any kind of internet service right but if there isn't net neutrality then i think i think how it works is like comcast will force this on these internet service providers and then these isps will divide up uh internet services into individual priced packages 
Like, so you'll have a package where it's like, you get Skype and email and you can go to these websites, you know, or you can pick this package where you don't have Skype, but you have, I don't know, Twitch or just whatever the fuck, right? I'm not I'm bad at thinking up examples right now, but uh, but it should just be open, right? It's the internet. You you pay one bill, you pay an internet bill, you're on the internet, and then you can use whatever fucking internet service you want. That's ideal, right? And so anything different than that just feels like a step backwards. And so it's like, no, fuck you. And I think Comcast just tweeted out something where they were like, uh, um, where they, they have no intention of restricting content, but it's bullshit. Like the, in places where net neutrality has been eliminated, these big conglomerate, uh, media conglomerates and these big companies have had a historic record of censoring things that they don't want to be seen, you know? So, that, like, they, they it's, it's within their control to block you from accessing certain content or websites, you know? Like, fuck them. Fuck that. And all, all these people that own these, these conglomerates and all these companies... They're all these fucking old-ass, like, 80, 90-year-old, sunken-eyed, wrinkly fuckers who don't give a shit about you or anybody else. All they care about is themselves and making as much fucking money as they possibly can. That's who's, make, that's who's like, making, calling the shots here, you know? These are the kind of people at the heads of these fucking conglomerates. You don't want to give that power to them. I mean, once they have it, very hard to get that power back if you get it back ever you know keep your greedy fucking money brubbing altar boy semen stained hands off our internet you fucks i know i pay too fucking much as it is for internet now yeah don't don't let internet turn into fucking cable where the prices are jacked up for everything and you got to pay for internet services on an individual basis fuck that i mean thank god the guy who created the internet Fuck, I forget what it was called, man, but it wasn't called the internet at first. I mean, the internet started as like this fucking military project that that it was called intra something. I can't remember. But the guy who basically created the the framework and protocols that allow the internet to exist, the guy who created it, he just put it out for free, like open source, because he knew the potential of it, you know? What if that guy had been some greedy fucking corporate asshole, you know? The, the world would be totally fucking different. I mean, thank God for guys like that, you know? Who, you know, preserve the freedom of the internet. Like, it's, it's one of the few spaces we have left where it's just, like, free. You can go whatever, to whatever site you want. You can talk about whatever you want. You can engage in any kind of conversation you want. You're not restricted to any kind of content. Keemstar told Alex that he was a stupid N-word on blog TV. Hmm. Who fucking cares? I mean, is Alex black? I mean, if I was called that, I mean, I'd just be like, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit, honestly. Everyone in the chat, type in the chat, John is a stupid soy boy. 
Oh, yeah. Cuckold soy boy. Autistic cuckold soy boy. That's me. A blue-pilled autistic cuckold soy boy. Does John even know who the fuck Daniel Keem is? Well, I assume that's Keemstar, right? I didn't know his, his real name, so that makes sense that he would make his alias Keemstar because of his last name. This is Keemstar, and he's the host of Drama Alert, right? As I understand it. John, what is Chief's favorite Meme? Does he have any ultra-rare Pepes? <laughs> Chief's favorite meme. I don't know, what would that be? I think Chief's favorite meme would whatever would be whatever the most popular meme is. And I guess Pe Pepe is overall one of the most popular memes. Fuck, I... I was in this thread the other day on, on 4chan. You know that meme where people take movie posters and they split it they split the image of the poster in half and they mirror each half against itself so for example they'll take the poster for the matrix right and they'll split it in half and then they'll separate the two halves and they'll mirror each half to make a whole poster again right so you're getting two reflected images and then you basically the, the game is basically the 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 guy depicted in the reflected image on the left is compared to the guy in the reflected image of the right in this case Keanu Reeves and you basically pit them against each other in a hypothetical fight and you say who would win as fucking hilarious so and so the and the the name of the characters is whatever the reflected title is of the movie you know so instead of the matrix for one half it says matam <laughs> And then the other half is Xerix, right? And then Matam has, like, because the assault rifle in one of his hands is mirrored, it looks like he has two assault rifles. And then the other guy, Xerix, he doesn't have, he, his, uh, his other hand that doesn't have the assault rifle is empty, Keanu Reeves, right? So then that gets mirrored and it looks like he's holding nothing. So then people, like, look for these details and then they, like, they they make judgments on who would win in a hypothetical fight based on this. They're like, well, Matam clearly has two assault rifles, so he would definitely win. Plus, he looks a lot more muscular. Oh, shit, I was killing myself laughing. That shit's fucking hilarious. But anyway, I guess that's my favorite meme so far. My last favorite meme before that was Joe posting. Joe Rogan. Pe people would basically, like, the the basic format of the joke is it like starts off with Joe Rogan saying like it says it'll show a screenshot of Joe Rogan right and then the text will, next to it will start off well no because and then in, in, in an asterisk it'll say brings Mike closer to mouth and then the text goes on and then Joe Rogan will go on some spiel about like DMT and the effects on the brain and on a cellular level and shit like that and then he'll go Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> and then Jamie will pull up an image and then he'll respond to it. But the image that Jamie brings up will have nothing to do with the preceding text. And instead, it'll be like a picture of like a buff-ass chimpanzee or something. And Joe will be like, yeah, that thing's a beast. That thing will tear you to shreds. <laughs> so it's basically like text. Jamie, pull that up. And then something completely fucking irrelevant that's about fighting animals or something. Anyway, those are some... Those are just a couple of my favorite memes. Anyway.
Arby and the Chief is my favorite anime. <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted that to me one time. They're like, uh, Arby and the Chief was listed in like top 10 anime fights. And this top 10 anime thing is like a meme in itself, but I didn't get it at first. So I was just like, what the fuck? Arby and the Chief's not an anime. What the fuck does this mean? I didn't understand till later. Like, oh, it's a stupid meme that deliberately makes no sense. <clears throat> Top 10 anime intros, yeah. <laughs> Start yelling that you're on blog TV. What the fuck is blog TV? John, how do you feel about DMT? Well, I don't think I've ever experienced it. I mean, that's a chemical that's only released in the brain when you're approaching death, right? Apparently, that's... That's supposed to be the reason why people describe seeing like a white light or something. You know, if they're on their deathbed or they have a near-death experience or something like that. It's basically just before you think you're about to die, your br your brain secretes this chemical that makes you see all this fucked up shit. Like a white light and Jesus at the end of it or something like that, you know. It's probably rooted in, you know, whatever your faith is. You know, if you're a Christian, you believe in Jesus. The DMT might make you see fucking Christ at the end of a at the end of a lit tunnel, you know? So I don't really have an opinion on it because I haven't had a near-death experience. Google ha wow right now and tell me who would win. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't remember what movie that is. Have you seen the source filmmaker that somebody made of Arby and the Chief? Yeah, I have. It's cool. I think whoever did that, though, they they animate Greg, the spider, but they use a real-looking spider as his, like, model. But in, in the actual show, he's like a toy spider. He doesn't look nearly as intimidating. He looks actually fucking terrifying in the SFM thing. <laughs> Fuck, I used to wonder, like, these source filmmaker movies, and I always saw, like, the abbreviation SFM. I was like... S the fuck does sfm stand for and i'm like much later down the line i'm like oh source filmmaker it's like fucking uh god uh rss like i was trying to uh work out how to get my rss feed going for my podcast and i was literally thinking god this is so complicated because i was having trouble with it and i later found out that rss stands for Really simple syndication. <laughs> so I'm like, boy, this RSS is really difficult. It's designed to be as fucking easy as possible so idiots can can manage it. You had a near-death experience on that panic attack by cigarettes. That's... Well, I thought I was going to die, but... I mean, it wasn't like I, you know, I had a gunshot wound and the end was literally near, you know what I mean? Like... A panic attack is that you think you're going to die, but you're not necessarily physically near death. I mean, you're just, your heart's racing so fucking fast that you think your your heart's going to give out, you know, but it, it doesn't. It's it's the the panic attack is, is this, it's not about actually being closer to death. It's about the fear that grips you and you think you're closer to, close to death, you know. John, any opinions on the new Amazon Lord of the Rings TV series? I haven't heard heard much about it they're turning everything into a fucking netflix show now that's not necessarily a bad thing i've been i've been really enjoying uh the punisher on netflix i'm about eight episodes into that i'm really enjoying that man 
And it disappoints me to see that it's getting mixed reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, I was lurking on uh, 4chan's TV board the other day, and everybody on there seems to fucking hate it. I'm like, God damn it. I like this show. Why doesn't anyone like it? People are saying it's so slow-paced and whatever. I'm not finding that at all. Punisher's got like 60-something percent. But yet Luke Cage, like, I couldn't even make it through like two episodes of that. It was just so fucking boring. The lead actor is not a good performer, I don't think. But that's got like 96% on Rotten Tomatoes or something because it's about black people, you know? It's about it's a show about an oppressed minority, so that means we gotta we gotta rate it highly, everybody. Don't forget if Black Panther gets anything other than a hundred fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes, you're a racist. Stupid. I'm not saying that Black Panther's gonna be a bad movie, but I'm just like, you know, I I feel like th- movies and television are being scored based based on their efficacy on tackling a particular political issue, you know. That shouldn't have nothing to do with it. Is it a good movie or not? You know what I mean? Did you ever read the comics? No. Uh, closer, closest I came to enjoying The Punisher like in like a cartoon comic book format. Well, I didn't read the comics, but I saw The Punisher in the, uh, the what was it? The Spider-Man 90s animated series. You know that arc where Spider-Man turns into the man spider? And, you know, there's that morbius the vampire character and stuff like that and the punisher has to hunt down the man spider that was cool as fuck man but yeah maybe they didn't get the character right but i mean i i think it's a good fucking show punisher man rotten tomatoes sucks now anything that's like you know anything that's a go-to for people you know eventually it gets fucking manipulated you know it's like oh everybody's gravitating towards rotten tomatoes to figure out what they want to see or not so you know, a bunch of people got to fucking infiltrate it and then skew the scores. And, you know, it's frustrating. Hello, if you'd like to watch Netflix, you must pay an extra $10 a month for a good connection. Suck our asses, Comcast. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I mean, these fuckers would never admit to it. But if you give companies like Comcast all this control over your data, they can manipulate that data. So if there's like a competitive service, right? If you're if you're using a service for something and then a competitive service arises that you start using instead, like if Comcast wants you to use a particular service, they can limit uh your speed, you know, when it, when it comes to accessing whatever that other compete competing service is, you know, to force you to 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 use the one that they want you to use. You know what I mean? So the 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 most the whatever power you can keep away from these fuckers, the better. You know, like the the more power you can keep away from them, the better. You don't want to give these fuckers anything. You give them an inch, they'll run a mile with it, and they'll never admit to it. But of course they do that shit. Let's just same with this loot box shit. I'm so glad that this they're putting a lid on that shit and it's being classified as gambling. Because I mean, I feel the same way. I think it essentially is. And I'm reading about how all these these game developers and publishers, they're rather than hiring game developers to develop a good fucking game, they're they're hiring psychologists who understand human behavior and what makes people tick, what makes people addicted to certain behaviors, certain things, you know, 
And so these psychologists will give them, give these publishers an assessment. It's like, well, you know, people like this about video games, they like this, they like this, they like spending money because of these reasons and this, this reason and this reason. And then the publishers will use all that data to their advantage. You know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You kind of get the gist of what I'm saying, right? I mean, I mean, fuck. Well, why can't they just, I mean, Nintendo's, Nintendo's not doing this shit, I don't think. They're just making good fucking games. And they're profiting because they're working hard on making a good fucking product. They don't have to resort to this loot box bullshit. You know? Where you're essentially buying fucking nothing. You know? It's not the same as fucking buying a trading card. You know? Or a pack of trading cards where you don't know what's in them. If you buy a loot box for a particular game, sure, you might be able something in that loot box might be useful to you in that specific game, but not in the physical world or any other video game. You know, you're essentially, you're buying nothing. It's like buying a fucking hat for your avatar in a video game. Who gives a shit? That's nothing. You're spending money on literally nothing. You know? Who cares about cosmetic video game shit? I never understood that. I mean, sure, if you, if you earn it in-game, like if you beat the campaign mode and you unlock a f- goofy fucking hat, fine. Don't charge ten ninety nine for it. Fuck you. What can we do to stop net neutrality? I don't fucking know. I mean, other than calling your... I mean, there's like petitions online and shit like that, right? Donate $100 to the FCC to get the ultra-rare internet service pack. <laughs> Yeah, man. They just compartmentalize everything, every fucking aspect of the internet, internet, and slap an individual price on it. It's bullshit. You're a racist cunt, John, and you know it. You got me. Overwatch got loot boxes right. Other than that, yeah, fuck them. Well, didn't Overwatch, like, start that shit? Well, I mean, it's, it's pr- loot boxes have probably taken, you know, other forms in the past. But I think Overwatch kind of popularized that term, didn't they? And what 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 is it about the way Overwatch does it that it's different? Like I haven't really played that much Overwatch. I played I played a little bit of, of it at like at friends' houses and stuff. It's a good game. Um, but I don't really know quite how the loot boxes in that game work. I mean, I assumed it was the same as any fucking video game that has loot boxes. You basically you complete a match, and then you're I mean, is it that Overwatch doesn't charge real money for it? It's, if that's the case, that's fine, I think. If you're not charging real money for it, then who gives a shit? I mean, if it's just like in-game credits and shit like that, that's fine, I think. Pay $20 to unlock three random websites. <laughs> yeah, one day. One fucking day. You You fucking wait for it. It's just cosmetic stuff, no game-changing. Oh, okay, I see. So it's just like clothing and stuff like that, nothing that actually affects gameplay. So in the case of Star Wars Battlefront, I don't know too much about the loot boxes in that game either, but I assume, because of all the controversy, the stuff that's in loot boxes in that game affects the actual gameplay. Like, it, it can give you an actual winning edge, right? Yeah, I can see how that would incentivize people to buy loot boxes, yeah. That's so scummy, man. Just make a good game, man. 
if you make a good game, it'll sell. That's what happened with Mario and Zelda. I really want to. I want to buy a Switch. I mean, I was. I was. I was on the PS4. I wanted to get a PS4 for the longest time, but now I'm actually seriously considering getting a Switch when I have more money, so so I can play Zelda and Super Mario because they look like terrific fucking games. John, you're retarded. Get a life. Thanks. Is there soy in that drink? <laughs> John, please explain net neutrality, oh humble soy. But I don't even fully understand it myself, I don't think. On a very basic level, it's these companies and media conglomerates that want control over what you can access over the web. And even if they say that their intentions are benign, I don't fucking trust them for a minute. Because they're led by people who want as much money as possible and they don't give a fuck about you or anybody else. And the, the the less control you can give them, the better, you know? So on that, in that principle alone, I'm for net neutrality. I don't want anyone telling me what I can't and can't access on the internet. I don't have to, I don't want, I don't want to have to, to pick and choose what fucking websites I visit on a regular basis. I want to pay an internet bill. And once I'm on the internet, I want to be able to go wherever the fuck I want on the web. I don't think that's unreasonable. I mean, it's been like that since the internet was a thing. But now we're suddenly going to take a step backward and restrict ourselves? That's fucking stupid. So these rich assholes can be even more rich? Wow, yeah, I'm I'm convinced. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a fee to play. Fee to pay. Are you saying Battlefront 2 is free to play? Buy to win game that gives a real sense of pride and accomplishment to the player. <laughs> Are you fucking trolling? That was the excuse EA gave, didn't they? Like, uh, at first there was this controversy about, like, Darth Vader costing this ridiculous amount of credits, like, that you have to spend 40 in-game hours to earn. So you basically have to play the game for 40 hours straight in order to unlock Darth Vader or whatever and people oh well no that that was the thing you can either do that or you can pay a quick one-time fee to get Darth Vader right away and I think that was right off the bat too so it was basically like coaxing people into just oh well I'll just pay the extra money and get Darth Vader now so I don't have to spend forty dollars in the or forty Spend 40 hours playing the fucking thing. You know? And then there was a bunch of people who were getting a bunch of like, or accusing EA of these ta these shady tactics. And then that's what EA came out with. They were like, well, the reason we did it is because it's about giving the player a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> like, fuck you. No, it isn't. It's about milking players for all they're worth. Can't fool us. And then at the very last minute, they caved and they said they're going to eliminate all in-game purchases from the game. But then, I mean, they're just going to reintroduce it later because they own the fucking software. Like I was saying before, people buy games and 
you know, you might say to a friend in casual conversation when you're, when you're talking about video games, you might say, oh, did you know I own this game? Or, or do you own this game? Do you own that game? Like, people say they own games because they went out and bought the disc for it, but you don't own the game. You own the disc that has the game on it that the publisher owns. The publisher owns all the data on that disc. You don't own any of it. So they can do whatever they want to the software once it's after you've bought it, right? So they can just reintroduce the fucking in-game purchases whenever they want. When everybody has the fucking game and is playing it and getting engaged in it and building a community, then they'll fucking introduce all the in-game purchases, you know? Which just seems even fucking more disgusting, you know? All the fucking plebs plebes jumping on the bandwagon against EA over the Battlefront shit but most likely have contributed to play pay to play slash win in other games whoever does this shit needs a slap yeah I don't I've never done that shit I don't I don't pay to play I don't do that shit and it makes it so frustrating too because you just get killed over and over by the, the people who have paid to win and then you just don't play the fucking game anymore John, what time is it in Canada? It's uh, nine, ten past nine right now. Look how cool John is with his baseball cap on backwards. I know, right? Forty hours to get an upgraded Darth Vader, unupgraded Darth Vader, which takes like fifteen thousand hours <laughs> to fully upgrade. John, kill yourself. You have no life. All your fans are just here because of Arby and the Chief. You seem to have a particular vendetta against me, Batman Clark Wayne. Is there a particular reason for that? Have I done something to upset you? We're here because we're interested in what John has to say. Oh, thank you. John, remember Halo 3 when you had to do achievements to get armor? Yeah, that's the best system, in my opinion. Yeah, I do remember that. Some of those achievements are really fucking hard, though. Can you stop responding to this shit to your troll? <laughs> You got it. To be fair, when you say I own the game, people know what you mean. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, I think a lot of people don't get that, to be honest. When people buy a game, they think they own the game, but they don't. You, you, you buy a physical copy of a game or a digital copy of a game, you buy a license to play the game. You don't, you don't own the software. I think a lot of people don't get that. Because they think like, well, I bought it. Of course I own it. Nope. You got to read the fine print. That's why they can do this shit. Constant fucking updates. You know? You're a slave to updates. It's almost made gaming such fucking trash now. Like, a, a friend of mine was telling me a story the other day about how, like, a friend of mine, he had a friend over to his place who he hadn't seen in a long time, and they just wanted to, like, power on the Xbox and play some baseball, sports, whatever the fuck game. And they were, like, really, you know, amped up to, 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 to get together and play it together, you know, and reminisce over old times, because I guess they used to play video games together as kids. But they never actually got around to playing the game, because they hadn't fired up the Xbox in a while, so you gotta install... A system update, and uh, which takes fucking forever. Or it's even worse if you're on fucking PlayStation. 
Well, I don't know if it's worse. I mean, because the thing about Xbox is that if you download an update, this, the, the, the one progress bar governs both downloading and installing the thing. You know, on PlayStation 3, if you download an update, it'll be like one bar for downloading. And then once that's done, it says installing. And then that's another fucking half hour. You got to sit there with your dick in your hand, not actually playing anything. I, I, I bought, I, uh, I just, I would just wanted to play San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on the PS3 the other day, but I had to download a system update and then I had to install the fucking thing. And then I had to sign into, uh, PlayStation network, but I forgot my password. So I had to reset that. And then I log into the fucking store. But then my credit card information was out of date, so I had to renew all that bullshit. And then I actually got the, uh, bought the uh, GTA San Andreas off the PS3 store, the PlayStation store. And then you got to wait for that to download and install. And then you start up the game, and it's like, the software for this game is out of date. You got to update this shit. So then that's another thing. You got to wait for that to download and install, and then finally you can play the fucking thing. But then it's like, you know... That's three hours later, you know, when, after you initially came up with the idea to sit down and play a fucking video game. It's like three hours later after all the fucking updates are done, then it's, you don't even fucking feel like playing anymore. You're just like, oh, I hate life. I'm going to go kill myself. But, it, anyway, this yeah, it was the same case with this friend of mine with his Xbox. He was waiting for fucking system updates, not only for the console, but for the game. And it was just taking forever. You can't for even for, for parties and stuff. You know, I, I don't, we don't even reach for the Xbox. Like I still, I still go to the N64 because you know, you can just pick up and play that shit, you know? Oh, we need, we need a party game. Oh, no problem. I'll pull out the N64, plug in Mario Party or GoldenEye or whatever the fuck. And we'll just play that. Don't have to fuck around with this system update bullshit. It's fucking pathetic that in this day and age where gaming is such a huge industry, that in order for us to have fun at a party, I gotta reach for, I gotta go go get the fucking and Nintendo sixty four. It's ridiculous. We're not in the fucking nineties anymore. Why can't I just pick up and play a fucking video game now? That's so fucking frustrating, dude. Shut up, John is influencing an era. His hat is the essence of immortality. If you don't like that, get the fuck out. He also likes Nazis, but we will forget about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, someone tweeted me that. I get, I did a I did a Sonic Mania stream, and in that Sonic Mania stream, I was I was making this argument, which sounds like I was defending Nazis, kind of. But I was just my stance was that I was fed up with all this punch and Nazi shit, because I was my argument was that, you know, you you're kind of sounding just as hateful as them, you know, and so I I don't I don't like that either. But, you know, people take that and they're like, oh, John's a Nazi supporter. I mean, it's a it's a joke. But somebody tweeted me this joke image. They took a picture of me and they put like a transparent swastika over my face. And then the quote at the bottom saying, Nazis have some merit, says John Graham, 2017. Everyone's so desperate to quote you out of context.